0: You hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. I know it's not
1: a lot of light on my face. Um I'm trying all of my studio lights are in my studio. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm only working with this overhead light right here in my little office nook thing. So okay. You look okay. I don't know. Your bougie-ass apartment. I know. Look at my (sighs) bookcase. I'm
2: I'm literally sitting in front of the window and the snow is giving me this nice look. Enough light.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I was wondering if I should just turn my whole situation over there. I don't know if it's going to make a difference, though. No.
2: Okay. Yo. When I saw you last, I had no idea who we were about to be in the house this long.
1: <laughs> yeah, me neither. Um, we are in the middle of a snowpocalypse. A ice icepocalypse?
2: That, look. Yeah. Everybody was complaining about the little bit of snow. Like, no, it's four inches of ice on the road.
1: Yeah, it's this 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 snow was built different this time. Somebody called it deep freezer ice. <laughs> the snow was four tough. <laughs> um, it wasn't even coming down as regular snow when it was coming down. Like it was, it was freezing when it was hitting the ground. Like it was yeah. more like
0: sleet, harder sleet yeah and it, it was, was just
2: like you think when it comes down it'll like it won't be long because the uh concrete and stuff is so like hot all of this stuff
1: baby all of it it was never fluffy snow it was it was hard ice from jump like the roads
2: like outside my neighborhood the road is it looks like nobody's driven on it i've seen a couple Trucks drive on it, they were going slow, but I ain't got no four by four. Yeah,
1: we have um one little patch over here that's like melted, it still has like some ice patches, but then going towards the roundabout over here and then going back that way up towards town Madison, it's still completely covered in snow and ice.
2: Yeah. So, like the people who don't live in Huntsville or never been to Huntsville, um, we are not built for snow at all. No, but also usually when we have snow, we still the south. So the next day, sun come out, and we have
1: snow on the ground for two days max, and then we be back to business.
2: Yep, I have never seen the roads just from everything I've seen like this. Now, I was thinking, I was like, so in my, in my life, I've never been stuck in the house this long. And I was talking to my mom and she was like, well, when you were like four or five, we were stuck in for a couple of days. I
0: said, really? Huh.
2: Like, and she was like, yeah, you remember when we went to church that time and it was snow and ice and your daddy had to drive? So I was like, I do remember that, but I didn't realize we were stuck in the house for days. And then she was like, "I mean, you wouldn't have had to think about it." And I was like, Damn, "Yeah, you childhood probably still having a time of your life, <laughs> right?" I had a pretty decent childhood. If you can't like things that probably should have been traumatic, you're like, "Yeah, I don't remember that at all."
1: <laughs> Being at home for you was never traumatic. No, that is a blessing. Yeah, but um, yeah, everybody's all like, "Why doesn't Huntsville just get some snow plows?" Why? Does-? And I'm like, "Because." It wouldn't be worth spending that kind of money first of all, that kind of equipment is expensive as fuck. We don't get snow enough to invest The city is not gonna invest in that in at this time,
2: yeah, like this is like a once and like like I just said when I guess when we were like four or five or six however however long my mom remembers, so thirty years ago we had this type of weather that doesn't warrant getting snow plows and everything else when it's only going to be like one or two, one or two bad weather days with snow a year. Yeah. Now tornadoes yeah. and stuff, that's those are problems we have to deal with all mm-hmm. the times. So I don't know, like a lot of people come from like up North and other things and just want to like talk like shit about us being country or whatever. Like, bro, we just ain't built for this. (laughs) Land-wise, Huntsville is the same size as San Francisco. Like, I'm sorry. Forgive us
1: for only having snow once, maybe twice a year.
2: Our bad. (laughs) We didn't win on the uh, snow lottery. But then the other thing is everybody that lives in places where it snows all the time, they always bitch about it.
1: Yeah, they be tired of the snow, so it's just
2: like, like... Nigga, you moved here. Like, how you like? How you move somewhere and be mad about, like, the weather? It sounds like you're just a hater. <laughs>
1: it's giving hater. Very much. Very much so. I've been working all fucking week, bro. Essential worker out here.
2: You know what's crazy? When you uh, put that on uh, Twitter, I was like, it's almost like a weird, like, freaky Friday thing to, like, the pandemic. To where yeah. you were chilling at home and I'm just chilling at home. And you was, yeah. And I was out in the streets every day. Yep. I'm like, bro, like I've never been at home this long. Cause like I said, during the pandemic, I was working five, six days a week. I've been at work all week. Um.
1: And people have been fucking coming in. So Monday we completely closed it. I went in. Cause I had to open that morning and then an hour after I was there, the GM was like, yeah, so we're closing down for lunch. We'll let y'all know if we will be up for dinner. So by 2 PM, we found out we was going to be closed for dinner, but we were still there just kind of like waiting around. Cause it wasn't going to be no point of completely shutting down and closing the whole thing. if we was going to have to reopen. Right. So I was still just at work kicking shit. Until <laughs> 2 o'clock that day. Then finally got to go home.
0: And then Tuesday opened
1: just for dinner. And people was coming in left and right. I got my ass kicked at the bar a little bit. Um, and everybody that came in there, just everybody wanted, people would kill me. Everybody was just like, oh my gosh, we just can't believe y'all are open. I'm like, that is the wildest shit to say to my face while you're sitting here looking at me. Why do people
2: think that that's cool?
1: Like, yeah, I can't
2: believe you're out in like, this risky say, weather. You say thank you for being here.
1: Right. <laughs> because yeah. you telling me you can't believe we open while you look at me in my face. <laughs> and then got the nerve to want to sit down and continue to talk about the dangers of the weather. And I'm like... <laughs> Y'all better be tipping good.
2: Oh, yeah. Hey, if you go somewhere and you ain't tipping good in the middle of an ice storm, you are the biggest asshole alive.
1: You know, people have have had the nerve to be ordering off of Instacart. Bro. First of all, I was surprised that Instacart even had their uh, public services open like that during this type of weather.
2: Yeah, that they have to come like they need to come through and step up with that because
1: I've been seeing people say that their fucking deliveries have been like two and three days late, and I'm like, what do y'all?
2: Why would you try to order a delivery when roads are closed? The police were telling people not to get on the road, and then also Mm -hmm. if you get on the road, this is what I've heard. I don't know this for sure. It sounds like something that's accurate though. That if you get on a road that's closed and you wreck, your insurance won't pay for it. Right. Because, yeah, that makes total sense.
1: Um, Bro, we done seen some shit at work with people driving. <laughs> oh, I bet. Because, uh, okay, so you know how the baseball stadium is right next to us, but they're working on that overpass that's right there to exit and head back east. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> anyway so on that overpass i see seen so many cars just like inching up so it's it's a uphill situation and it curves so mm-hmm. just you fucked both ways so i was watching this car just inch their way up the ramp around the curve they got to a certain point and spun like all the way back around. And I said, imagine being on a fucking exit ramp and your car spin out. Bro. Because if you roll down the side of that motherfucker. You gone. That's it. You are gone. Baby, when I tell you, when that car spun... So once their car stopped spinning, it was facing the opposite direction. So they would have been going the wrong way if they continued to drive. Maybe they continued to drive. (laughs) They said, (laughs) when I was watching it, my heart was beating fast. Like I thought I was getting ready to have to go and help tell my story on the court because that shit was scary. I bet. Scary, but it's been a lot of shit like that. And I'm just like, Y'all got to just take the long way. <laughs> y'all trying to get off on all these exits. Y'all just got to use the service roads. Or don't be on the fucking road.
2: That, that's get too hard the for these people, though. That's too hard. You can't be out here.
1: You got to you got to get on the straightaway. My car is still at work to this day. <laughs> The only reason that I even had to work, because I live right here by work, and my assistant manager also is here, so I could ride with him. He had to be there, so I didn't really have an excuse. I can say I don't feel safe driving, but it would, I can't say that I don't feel safe walking to his car <laughs> and letting him drive. I kind of didn't have a choice. Yeah. All of our servers and shit were panicking. Like, oh my God. Like everybody had an attitude. I had just gave them a statement a couple of days ago being fucking OG bartender in there. I'm like, please don't nobody panic. Like we know y'all ain't going to be able to come to work. We know it's hella snow and ice on the ground. Like just call and let folks know what's going on. We'll be okay. Everybody's like, I'm not coming to work. I hope y'all not expecting me to come to work and blah, blah, blah. Doing this is not worth it. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's all right, baby. We know, honey. I said two days ago, don't panic. Just let us know what's going on. And nobody can say shit. Like, these are conditions in which no
2: one can say anything to you for not showing up to work. Yeah. I talked to my boss. And he was telling me how he got in. And he was like, I mean, you can make it if you, you just gotta go real slow. And then if you start sliding, don't don't freak out. I know you're gonna panic though. And I'm like, this guy, <laughs> this guy knows me. He knows me very yeah, well. He's like I'm <laughs> 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 slide down Winchester. <laughs> Nothing Ooh. is more emasculating as a man than to be in a truck and start sliding because Ooh, I do not have four wheel drive. The last time I drove on ice and I started sliding, I started freaking the fuck out because I was going down Winchester over by um, them churches. And then as I started sliding, somebody was in front of me and I'm like, whoo, whoo. <laughs> <laughs> And then I'm just still going. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then while you're sliding, you're seeing other cars the night before that got stuck on the side of the road. So it's like you're like, God, just be like, you sure you want to go through with this? All right. Okay. All right. That immediate panic. <laughs> All
1: right. <laughs> yeah. On our way. On our way home last night, which is his name. You can bleep that out. I don't care. It doesn't matter. I will. So, he decided he wanted to go up the hill. And I said, you should just go on Madison Boulevard and just, like, we'll take the roundabout and we'll come in that way. Because if you try to go up this hill, it ain't no guarantee what the fuck can happen. He only has a rear wheel drive. So, he was like, uh, I don't want to have to go the long way, blah, blah, blah. I was like, But if we get stuck on this hill. (laughs) So, you know, niggas hard-headed. Anyway. (laughs) So he wants to go on and go up the hill. We went up the hill. Slowly but surely. We inched our way. We got to, like, the peak incline moment where you kind of have to speed up if you want to get up, continue to get up. And just ice. <laughs> just stopped
0: us. Car was just doing this. Uh-uh. Not moving
1: forward, not moving backward, just swiveling. And I said, hmm. I think we should turn around and go <laughs> Madison Boulevard. <laughs> <laughs> but it'd be shit like that. Like I I, I know you didn't just put my life in danger when I told you. Which way to go? I'm all gripping shit, like nigga. If we slide back down this hill, I don't got, I don't have
2: nothing, nothing to hold on to,
1: <laughs> nothing to embrace myself.
2: Amen it's
1: just, over. it's just gonna be over.
2: Y'all got, y'all need to start listening to black women
1: because you got to.
2: You handle you've that exactly to. like a black woman too. I think. <laughs> Like, bro, that's how they be talking to us.
1: <laughs> Baby, the way my heart was racing. Hey. Once we got stuck, once I heard the, the gas going, but we wasn't going, I was like, oh hell.
2: <laughs> Every time some shit like that happens, you just think, oh, it's the start of a real bad day. <laughs> it ain't gonna get no better than this. The panic in your heart You're <laughs> feeling like you got the shit immediately.
1: You be sweating, heart beating fast, head hurting. I'm just like, oh, God, like, what is what? How am I going to tell my story when I get out of this rig? Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bro, Yeah,
2: I have been inside. trying to be busy. Like, I'm still doing dry January as of right now. Even though I'm out non alcoholic beer. I've been uh drinking the fuck out of my soda stream. Hmm. I wish I had a soda stream.
1: It's
2: coming through. It's coming through. <laughs> <laughs> um today might be the day I end dry January though, because I did not have this on my uh preparedness for dry January. Yeah. I was doing really well. I, I've been doing very well, but nah I got you've been a strong soldier. I got beer in my fridge. That's that's alcoholic, and it might get drank today. Just cause, man, it's real out here. I think you deserve it. That's why I've been telling myself, I'm like, bro, hey, you tried your hardest, bro. <laughs> It's not that
0: you like need a drink. It's just, what's gonna hurt at this point?
1: You niggas just got cabin fever. But we listen, everyone. We have been trained for this. Remember COVID? Remember when we was and We was in the house bored for months. Most of us, nigga, I wasn't one of them people. (laughs) I was out. You wasn't one of them people. You right,
2: bro? Even on my off days, like I was social distance and stuff, but. What I started doing in COVID I started thinking about this I used to go for drives Just mm-hmm. go to drive And then like go home and drink <laughs> But like gas was cheap back then Yeah it was So you could just drive around Huntsville You Like go Get something to drive through And then just hang out Listen to music I used to ride around
0: just listening to podcast. Mm
2: -hmm. But yeah I was not I was an essential worker Biggest fraud of my life Everybody I know is going crazy In their
1: house after these last Three days (laughs) Bored in the house and we in the house bored
2: I've been On the clock I have cooked every meal The last Mm -hmm. couple days And that is insane Eating up all your snacks, bro. It's hey, when uh, last night when I was watching the news stuff and they were talking about uh Saturday and Sunday, I called my mom, and was like, Hold up, I ain't got enough food to go through Saturday, and Sunday. Righteously, I do not have enough food to make it through Saturday, Sunday. And if I had known this was gonna last all week, if they had told us since the beginning, I wouldn't have been eating as much as I was three days ago. Yep. Look,
1: luckily, they've been kind enough to give us free meals. Oh, you Those good. of us who came in to work. Let, let me tell you, who was at work though? Back of the house, Hispanic kitchen staff. All the
2: fuckers was there, oh yeah, on time and ready to go. Hey, the realest niggas in the room. Realest. <laughs>
1: I swear, every day they was in that house. Like, it was another day. Hey. Real. I don't
2: know either. Get your money. Get your money. Bro, that's the part of it that's gonna suck for me. I Look, I had started saving better. I wasn't prepared for a week out of uh, work. Yeah, the only
1: thing that's getting me is... um. So, yeah, we've been going to work i going to work, coming home. The furthest we went last night when we got off was down Madison Boulevard and it was the gas station because it was on the way since we were going that way. But I haven't been risking trying to get anywhere else, so I haven't been able to go to the bank. So I'm getting on with all these little things from my bills that's supposed to draft out because I normally keep hold on to my cash for like a week, a week and a half before I make a deposit. Yeah, but All these messages like, oh. We can't uh, complete your payment. Blah, 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 blah. You haven't paid. And I'm just over here like, y'all will get y'all money in a couple of days. So I'm in a snowstorm. I'm stuck. Right.
2: <laughs> I'm, not, stress. I'm not going to risk my life any more than I have to. I'll just so Jean,
1: two or three days behind, like, everybody calm down. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we one one of my
1: payments has sent me a message every day. And I'm like, it has been three days. Can y'all calm down? (laughs) A week hasn't even gone by. Y'all can't wait to see y'all send this next message. Like, calm down. We're in a crisis. I'm in a crisis.
2: I'm iced in. It didn't help that Monday being a holiday. So that put it like one of my transactions didn't go through that. I paid, I think, Saturday until Tuesday.
0: Till Tuesday
2: Garbage has not been picked up Neither has ours They said they don't know when garbage will be picked up Just leave your uh, Your trash can out by the street And they'll eventually get to it When white people started talking like that That (laughs) It's the sign of the (laughs) times It's the sign of the times White people talking like niggas Eh, Just leave it out there We'll get to it eventually (laughs) What? Sir, what? <laughs> yeah, here. What does Cooper think about the snow? What did you
1: say? I said, what does Cooper think about the snow?
2: Cooper is the most confused person in the world. <laughs> not person (laughs) person he don't know what the fuck's going on he's like nigga why are you still here (laughs) yep because i i ain't never been in the house with him this long and so like he's kind of like he wants to go outside but then the snow is still there and he's like bro what the fuck is going on Mm -hmm. so he'll be like well i'm supposed to get my doggie a
1: long time Right. Like I mean don't you got somewhere to go? <laughs> Cooper said I can't make the noises I want to make. Right. This my n- little
2: secret dog noises. Like he probably be having people come through the house when I'm gone. Like this nigga <laughs> like like man he messing he up my whole vibe. He be having bitches over. Literally, he have literal bitches over. <laughs> <laughs> Cooper setting down half the town what? over here when I'm gone. <laughs> but no, like, so he'll be wanting to go outside. He'll get out there. He'll just be looking around, like, where the fuck is the grass? And then, so Damn. he'll be just like, he and then he would look for other dogs. Of course, they're not out there. And then, so he's just like, I look out the window. He's just looking around, like, he's super lost. He don't know what the fuck's going on. Bless my little homie heart. And then, like, he's super needy right now. He's just like, I ain't got nothing else but pets. And then he's just looking at me, them sad dog eyes. I'm like, bro, I I ain't got nothing else for you, bro. We got, I got you food. I got you a couple of treats. You can't eat all your fucking treats. You be getting fat. Because <laughs> he be acting like he's still uh, hungry. He's like, bro, I know I just fed you for sure. Mm. Like, the mornings, like when I be letting him out and then I go back to bed, he be acting like, I, like, nah, bro, I fed you. So, I don't know he probably got me a couple of the times I might have been hungover in the morning. He be like, hey, he like nigga, what? <laughs> <laughs> Living with a dog is insane. Like, Cooper is a funny dog cooper is the embodiment of snoopy if he was a <clears throat> dog he just do Cooper shit literally but yeah oh, so wish i wish i had a dog it's been okay like to be stuck in but it's also still weird because like he'd be just leaving me by my like by myself and he'd be just chilling in other parts of the house by himself yeah, And then every now and then he'd be like, I need some food, homie. Or he'd be like, <laughs> I need some water. You help me I want one life?
1: of those cute little bitch dogs. <laughs> I used to want a big dog, but I feel like that's not going
2: to work in here. Yeah, your apartment's going to be a little tough. I will say, for me, having a bigger dog is like, it makes me just more aware of where he's at. So it's a little mm-hmm. bit more comforting instead of being like, where is this nigga? He's being quiet. If I had a little dog and he was like acting like Cooper and just being quiet and shit, I'd be like, uh-uh, he up to something. <laughs> Anytime Cooper disappears, he sleeps somewhere that he probably don't normally sleep. Like Cooper, why are you sleeping in the <laughs> in the guest bedroom's uh, closet? I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: the only thing I
1: can handle in here is a little bitch dog little little teacup poodle type situation.
2: I forgot you hate cats because you seem like you would be a cool cat mom.
1: So I don't hate cats. I feel like cats hate me. <laughs> I- but I have been getting along with my friend Jason's cat. So would you get a cat? maybe but i also don't like big cats like i just still want a a tiny cat because some of them cats get big bro
2: yeah some of them are big
1: not just fat them fucking uh what's the name of that cat the main uh the main coons first
3: of all the name
1: feels a little too racist for me (laughs) just a little it's tricky. I don't know but bro somebody was talking to me about mancoons and i'm like what the fuck is a mancoon and i was like it's a type of cat so i'm looking it up i'm like bro this ain't no cat this is a fucking <laughs> panther it's a, it's this a is elite. a bobcat <laughs> belongs on the mountain this is a mountain lion like this is not how do y'all have these motherfuckers in in y'all house it's a
2: gentrified Mm (laughs) lynx.
1: the way their eyes look oh no hell no that's a
2: demon I can't do it (laughs) (laughs) my uh social media crush oh yummy uh Lauren she has one that cat is huge bro his name Raheem like that cat is Huge, like she be picking it up. I'm like, man, that that's about a 30-40 pounder right there. I can do a big dog all day, but a big cat, hell no.
1: Yeah, big, hell no. Cats already think that they
0: run like your whole world. Like uh, they have
1: a windshield advisory. Oh, bro.
2: This is like the day after tomorrow. <laughs> Every day is some new cold shit <laughs> Right It's unlocking new, uh, new Cold things that we have never Experienced in Huntsville
1: Literally It's doing right now It just looks kind of foggy
2: So what you been watching
0: What have I been watching
1: Yeah Uh I watched this movie called Fair Play the other day on Netflix. It was pretty cool, but it was a little triggering. It was about a couple. They worked in the same place. They had to pretend like they weren't together because, obviously, fraternizing. Only thing about it was they were both wanting to work their way up. But guess what? The woman got promoted before the man man's ego starts fucking him up their relationship turns fucking sour A whole lot of abusive shit whole lot of narcissism i was triggered couldn't finish it <laughs> um and then i watched this show on netflix called sex life i've heard good things about it it's super triggering. It starts off really slow, like it gives Fifty Shades of Grey vibes. At first, I was like, "Nah, bro." Like I literally had picked up the remote at one point in the middle of the first episode. But then I, I think I got distracted. I heard it in the background. Like the end of it caught my attention. I was like, "Okay, keep going." There's so many fucking like plot twists, and it's a lot of in and out flashbacks. Like it's very. Like it keeps your attention basically. Um, it was kind of triggering though, too, because it's about how your past relationships affect your present relationships, mm-hmm. and so it's about this lady that essentially is just not over her ex, but he was literally the worst ex, like everything that's on a checklist to be a certified fuck boy. This nigga was, he was (laughs) avoidant, uh, always ran for problem, ran from problems, would always get close to her and then push her away. Just constantly in and out of her life. Start treating her like shit when he wants to push her away and then tells her how much he fucked up and misses her. And she always takes him back, always takes him back. Cheating. Takes them back. But so what she was missing basically was like their sex life. So she's like writing in her, she's journaling. And while she's journaling, she's in a whole new relationship with a way better man. Nice corporate man job, rich man job. Every woman fantasizes about put her up in a big house. They got two little kids and shit. A nanny. And so basically, like, she's living the life, but she's still like <clears throat> having flashbacks of her ex and the sex that they used to have, and just the woman she used to be when she was with her ex because she was younger and just more free and blah, blah, blah. Um, and it's a really good show. It's, it kind of makes me think a lot like mourning your old self. Like, I feel like that's a lot of what she was doing in the show. And mm-hmm. I only finished the first season um there's another season
0: but i think like when you get older
1: and just having more experiences naturally changes your personality and your outlook on things and just like your overall livelihood just continuously is changing and so like she had got to this point where she thought she wanted to be as an adult, but then being a stay at home mom, she's having all this time to think that's where all these flashbacks are coming in. And she's just like, I'm so boring now. Like I have to be more than this. I had, there has to be more to this. So I think she started writing in her journal about her ex and all their sexcapades because it just helped her one, have some excitement in her life since basically all she was doing was stay at home mom. And two, like, I guess tap into who she used to be, or I guess like make her feel like she could still be that woman. So that's been pretty interesting. Um,
0: what else have I been watching for all mankind?
1: Okay, um, because you know, NASA,
2: yeah. Huntsville niggas love NASA. I've been putting that on the back burner to watch. It's like so many other things I have on the back burner to watch. I start knocking out some of them. I did watch the Barbie movie yesterday. Oh yeah, how'd you feel about it? I get what you were saying a couple of weeks ago about like how it's very, uh,
0: it's feminist
2: critique 101 Mm -hmm. like it's very introductory to feminism but I think for the mass majority of people those are things that are like especially if it's targeted toward younger people those are things that you should start thinking about at a younger age
1: so Mm -hmm. I understand
2: it that I'm not the target demographic but I do think it was a good movie um I saw something where I think somebody had asked American Fiera, who's one of the main stars of it, like what did she think of it and did it not go far enough? And then she kind of made the argument that it was like, it's not meant to be a master's level course of feminism. Yeah. So I, I get what she was saying after I watched it now. And I get what you were saying after watching it. I do think that the movie actually plays watching it as a as a guy, especially as a straight guy, I do think that the Ken character, even though it's kind of like this, it seems dismissive at at the uh, beginning, it does kind of look at masculinity in this era. The the positives and the negatives and how we get to those negatives.
1: Hold on. The Madison Fire and Rescue truck just passed by here. One moment. Okay, it kept going. I had to be nosy like a nigga. Got to see what's going on in the hood,
2: right? You that old woman and in, in, uh, old woman from in, uh, what's the movie called, Bruce, the Brewster's Place? I see. <laughs> Hold on, what's, what? the fuck going on here? <laughs> um,
1: um, but, but yeah, I just felt like it was like if the message was clear. The message was good, but it was just over cheesed for me. Yeah, but that's because it's not.
2: For 34 year olds to be. <laughs> it's your journey is past that. Yeah. So it makes sense. For me, mm-hmm. I I thought it was funny. Like, I'm so used to like, not seeing movies like literally just make fun of men and the stupid shit we do that's not like cheesy. Like when she was like, when they were, when they came up with the play to how to, uh, trick the bar uh uh to un uh, program the barbies and then they were like just uh ask like things like act like you don't know anything about money and it just shows the man uh man's plated money and Roth RAs and stuff and then she like uh pretend you never seen the Godfather before and I was <laughs> like oh my god
3: <laughs>
2: why are you fucking shooting like that bro because <laughs> I was stricken I, I straight get into my whole like just somewhat toxic behavior when some like a woman says something like she's never seen The Godfather before. But, <gasps> <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is, yeah. but The Godfather is just the most masculine movie of all time. It really is. It really is. And even like really- the plot holes or anything. Or because, like, it's only clearly just male-centric. Mm-hmm. Everything that happens is just because men are just being men. For good or for around, bad. Men are being men around men. Yep. Without being checked by any women. Because the men are in power. Sort of like the beginning of Barbie, with all the women are in power. Bro, they were doing the kids so bad in the first part of that movie. <laughs> And then I was just like, "Is that how it feels?"
3: <laughs>
2: what was really killing me with
1: Ken when he was all like, um, basically asking if he could stay the night, and Barbie was just straight up like, "Oh no, I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want you. To stay. I don't want you to be here. I don't want you to stay." Right. <laughs> like felt,
2: felt you, felt you. When she said, "Girls die," and then the look of him, just despair on his face, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no I don't want you in my shit the other weird thing was just like it wasn't weird it was just it was a subtle thing that I don't think other people picked up on that when Ken learned about misogyny and still tried to like benefit from misogyny in the real world he wasn't qualified to do any of the things he was trying to do so he had to go back to Barbie land to institute the type of patriarchy that he wanted to do. Basically. That nigga pretty much... had to go back to uncharted territories. Right. He had to... This nigga made a male-centric podcast. That's what Mm -hmm. Ken did. Ken was like, oh, I'm going to show these bitches. I'm going to get a microphone and I'm going to tell these bitches what they... I can't hear you. One second. Uh...
0: Unplug and plug in your um, microphone again. But- um,
1: uh, did you see that clip of I forget the name of the podcast, but it was basically just these friends and um, I guess I don't know if they were best friends or what, but one of the girls was just like upset that one of her friends wasn't responding to her anymore and the other friend was like, it was never any beef. Like, I just go through shit sometimes. I need my alone time. Blah, blah, blah. And the other friend was like, so just like hype. Just like cussing and angry. And I just wanted to talk about that because I feel like older friendships
0: don't be like that. Yeah. Like the evolution of friendship with people as you get older
1: it's so different. It is. Um, and I just wanted to talk about that because did you ever have friends? So, like, did you ever have friends, high school, college, that you just spoke to every single day or saw every single day? And then when you didn't speak to them or see them, you felt like sad or different or angry or anything? Like, were you ever attached to any of your friends, like, hardcore like
2: that? Yeah, I am.
1: Because I feel like I was when I was younger.
2: Yeah, definitely when I was younger. um, When I didn't have the confidence of myself. Like, especially high school, when you're, like, you're trying to figure out who you are. And your Mm -hmm. friends are kind of an extension of your personality. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, their validation means a lot. And if it's, yeah, I've been through that. It's been a while since I've been through that.
1: I was just gonna say, I feel like it's been a conversation a lot because it seems like I don't know. I just get so tired of like internet shit. But it seems like it's just a lot of slander of friends. Like that's why you hear all the time, bitches be weird. Bitches are so weird nowadays. Bitches and blah 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 it's just like why because everybody doesn't want to do everything with you all the time or go to the club with you every weekend or they don't answer your every call
2: yeah i do i now i will say i do feel like women friendships are more that's more of a common thing in, in women friendships and that's including with my platonic women friendships, mm-hmm. that's been a thing. Like sometimes they'll pull away or whatever, just, just out of natural things. And then now what is different, what I've found is like when women have like those periods, they will come back and be like, well, I was going through this, this, and this, and they'll tell you like what they were going through. Like with guys, it's just more so you go hit me up, I don't hit me, hit you up. We cool. Just hit me up and when we talk we gonna talk for like an hour or two but it's not gonna be like every day or nothing yeah and i feel like guys let that be like i mean we're busy we're going through stuff um but i think women take it more personal yeah
1: i've been seeing a lot of that lately going around like a lot of that is conversation and a lot of older women are just like no as we get older like i need my space it's not that deep i have Plenty of friends that I have been friends with for years. Sometimes we might not even talk for months, but when we do talk, it's still the same. Nothing changes. Yeah. But then there's a lot of other girls that are just like, no, you can't be my friend and not be answering the phone or how are you gonna call yourself yourself my friend if you don't ever wanna go out with me and, and it's just like y'all need boyfriends, this is what that sounds like. <laughs> because I'm not I'm going to be sitting on the phone with your ass all fucking day, just because.
2: I do think also that a lot of people, men and women, use platonic, like friendships or relationships, as like a proxy for an actual romantic relationship. You know what? I think so because that's what this shit is giving. But
1: don't call me. Please don't
2: call me. A phone call is my worst nightmare. <laughs> like, real shit. It's only been a handful of times I've called you. Yeah. And usually it's like either some crazy shit just happened and it's just like, I gotta tell a kill. Yeah. Or, or it's like...
1: Or it's some podcast
2: shit. That's literally the only time I call you. Yeah. Now we text a lot, but also I feel like if, like, I don't... Hear from you after a while or something, like we're both going through stuff, and then we'll be okay. Like, especially like when it's harder to do the podcast stuff. I know, like you, busy as fuck. But yeah. I think some people be taking shit like that personal. It's like, bro, you make time for the people in your life you care about. Mm-hmm. But if somebody can't make that time for you right then, it's not a personal slap against you.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it really don't be personal. But sometimes, like, with me, especially when I'm busy, with me, like, I will have so many thoughts about how I'm going to reach out to so-and-so. All the time.
2: Me too. And I'll and be forgetting.
1: Next thing I know, the whole day, <laughs> we got away, and it's 12 o'clock. And I'm just like, ah, now is not the appropriate time to reach out to this person.
2: That is another thing about working a, a different schedule. Like, being on second shift. I've done that a lot more lately. Just being like, you think about somebody and then you look up, it's 11 o'clock at night. They're, it's 11 o'clock on a Wednesday night. I'm not going to call them. They got their babies in bed and shit. Okay, I'm going to say they next
1: to their husbands and shit. Like I'm
2: right. not finna bother them. <laughs> right. So you respect their time, but I, I feel like that's a very early twenties problem. Mm. That's like that shit where, like if you're not in somebody's wedding or something, it's gonna be beef, right? Nigga, yeah, it's it, never
1: that deep, baby. It's never that deep because one day you will learn that it is a pain in the ass to be in somebody's wedding.
2: Right? It's a great honor, but it is also expensive and just not fun.
1: It's always some drama. I don't know how it works on the on the groomsman side, but woo. Hey the,
2: the women be going through it. When in my early 20s, some people were upset about certain things. And I like we were we having side conversations, like man, this nigga's acting like a bitch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> It'd be a lot of side conversations with the wedding parties.
2: It'd be at least three or four group messages in a wedding party. It'd be like the one for everybody. Then it's the one for like the grooves and the ones that's like the real niggas to be like, yo, what the fuck, buddy on? Literally. And then I'm sure it's the same thing like with uh on the women's Absolutely. side.
1: Absolutely. Like you got, that, you got that one bitch out of everybody that you know you can text about everything. And then there's some other bitches that think that you like them, but really you don't, but they'll put you in their little side group. So you just be in that little side group. Saying certain shit, but not all the
2: uh uh-huh. just read <laughs> <laughs> just taking mental notes. You're like, oh,
1: okay, I see One how these- person that you person you can say everything you want to say unfiltered to. Everybody else got to have some kind of filter on
2: it. Now, the fun thing about like weddings or like having extended groups of friends, like when you do stuff like that, it's always somebody you don't really know. And then when you start fucking with them, you're like, bruh, they cool as fuck hmm and they're like they're the best kind of friendships like the best friend without actual like emotional attachment the one you're like man you cool as fuck those are yeah. the best things that happen from weddings i
1: agree
2: it's been so many times that like at the end of the night i'm like man you my new best friend i ain't never gonna <laughs> see that person again but goddamn oh, it they left a good impression on me
1: you my cousin at this point right <laughs>
2: Like we were at Lex's wedding, and uh, we sat at the table with uh, Tiffany's best friend and her uh, boyfriend. Then they had just started dating. I was like, "Man, this dude
3: cool as hell!"
2: <laughs> like when it's time to smoke cigars, I gave him my extra cigars in here, bro. <laughs> what a good time! That was a fun wedding. I haven't been to a wedding in a while. It would be cool.
1: Yeah, me neither. I've been working behind the scenes so many, but I haven't actually been
2: to one I hope I'm never in anybody's wedding again it's only like <laughs> two people I would I would be in their wedding but I doubt both of those people are going to get married so
0: the last one I told
1: her leave me out of it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I said I will do your makeup for the whole team whole squad <laughs> Make me have to buy a fucking dress and do all this extra shit. I oh, can't
2: do it. Hey, offering up A one services—that's a hell of a wedding present, too. Though you
1: know, I feel like I feel like that's a great trade-off for me to decide not to be at your wedding.
2: <laughs> now, one friend of mine did say, "Juice, if you're ever in my wedding, I mean, if I ever get married, you probably won't be in my wedding, but I want you to be the DJ." I was like, "Bet, nigga." Mm. I set that bitch all the way off
1: <laughs> Top tier compliment right
2: there I know when you DJ My my hypothetical wedding is like The highest honor anybody has ever given me Okay Set the mood nigga I got you bro <laughs> Yeah If I ever get married Like when I was younger I'd be like man, If I ever get married I'm gonna have a whole bunch of grooves. And now it's gonna be like nah bro If I get married Hey I don't know we just got to see what happened. I ain't planning nothing in my head hypothetically. That shit ain't been working out. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: no, no, no. Them little them little nighttime dream fantasies you be having in yep.
2: your head. Them over. It's them all about
1: break, them things will
2: break your heart. It do. And that's why I stopped even thinking about them being like, yeah, you just meet a girl and y'all just get like, nah, bro. Whatever happens is gonna be some unordinary shit. It's just gonna, I'm gonna look up one day and be like, I got a whole ass kid. <laughs> I got a whole wife. Yep. That's gonna be me. That shit gonna be funny as fuck. Like when either of us become parents or get married, that shit gonna be hilarious. <laughs> be like, nigga, we made it. Right. Like, bro, like I ain't gonna be talking I ain't going to be complaining about Cooper no more. It's going to be like, man, this kid is crazy. <laughs> um. So as soon as we got done recording last, well, I guess this week, we were both like, we got so much other shit we got to talk about.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: We have uh,
0: the video of
2: the TikTok that went viral of the guy Mm -hmm. and his wife. Um, Like the premise of it is the guy's trying to find any amount of time to have sex with his wife Mm -hmm. no matter where but it gets very creepy very fast. And I feel like a lot of people aren't understanding why it's creepy. So,
0: yeah, take it away. Um, yeah, so basically
1: what it looked like was, I guess, I don't know if it's a husband and wife or boyfriend and girlfriend or whatever. I don't know. Um, He's just catching her while she's around the house
0: doing house duties, which was another thing. Like
1: another thing that I didn't like about the video, because why is she only doing chores? Anyway, (laughs) yeah, that um kind of weird. Just kind of adds to the problem or my thoughts on it. But so like at one point she was at the sink washing dishes and he comes up behind her and is basically like trying to bend her over, pull her pants down. He's catching her off guard in every one of these scenarios. And every time, he's, he's also coming up behind her. And then the last scene was her getting ready to get in the car, and he walked outside. I don't know if she was getting in the
0: car or putting stuff in the car. Either way.
1: And, like, she got to the point where she was, like, climbing up the car to get away from him. And he was still just, like, on her. Yeah, forcibly. And I'm just like, I don't know why y'all think that shit is cute, but it's not. It's not cute. It's not romantic. It's real rapey. Because this is my thing. I don't care. Relationship, marriage, whatever it is.
0: You should never be just pulling my pants down out the blue you should never just be walking up to me and pulling my pants down that's not no
1: i don't care if dominance is my kink and this and the third if some shit gotta be discussed like you still gotta make sure that consent is there so when you just do shit like that it just takes all of that out of there And that's a turn off to me. That's why I'm just like, how did y'all post this and really think that it was cute? Even the comments was just like, hey, yo, this ain't cute. Like marital rape happens. Yes. More often than people believe because so many people are programmed to believe that women are just here to be sexual objects for men. And men have all these extra desires and women have to be. Able and willing to complete and fulfill all these sexual urges and desires any and every time a man needs to, when she decides to become his wife, and I'm just like, that's not fucking true. That's not how the shit works. No. Just because I'm married doesn't mean that I'm less of a human and that I don't have autonomy and rights over my body. The fuck.
2: And I've seen. And I've seen a lot of people try to extend that even past marriage. Like, to where people just think just because you, somebody's girlfriend or you they boyfriend or y'all sneaky links or whatever that y'all think that it's always go. No. That is not how any of this shit works. That's how a lot of people get fucked up. Thinking that you're entitled.
0: That's why, like, y'all really got to become you gotta,
1: you gotta become more than sex. You have to think outside of sex when it comes to your relationship because if you are looking for a relationship just because you want somebody to have sex with consistently,
2: you don't wrong. need to be in a relationship.
1: If you think that being in a relationship means that you're going to be fucking every day,
0: wrong. Cuz relationships
1: come with all kind of shit. All kind of trials and tribulations. Right. Everything ain't going to be the same all the time. Everything ain't going to be sunshine, roses, and cotton candy all the fucking time. Like, a relationship is more than just sex. Sex is not the foundation of a relationship.
2: Important part of it, but not the foundation. Foundation, the The foundation of it has to be trust. And that goes in line with consent.
0: Trust and, and just compatibility. Yeah. Um, so yeah,
1: I just I just really hate like I hate that so many people think that way, and it's honestly a little scary.
0: Um
1: It just makes me wonder, like, what do y'all be doing? with each other when y'all not having sex if all of y'all are so obsessed with sex what do y'all do and then if y'all do do other things outside of having sex do you actually enjoy it or is your mind always on sex
2: that's why I think it's funny like when people talk about like this old conversation <laughs> if y'all listen for a while sex demons or uh yeah What's the, what's the other thing? Soul ties. Yeah. Y'all just like fuck Y'all like the way y'all fuck. Literally. That's not no demon. Who you know their relationship
1: was toxic as hell.
2: The sex was just good. Right. Like we say, it's like you starve and you get a cracker. You're like, damn, that's the best cracker I ever had. Everything about that relationship is toxic and horrible. It's just y'all fuck good. That don't mean it's the best sex. It just means that you found somebody that meets your your chemistry in that department. Everywhere else, absolute worst person you've ever met. <laughs> it's, it's okay, we've all been there. you
1: be the one. It ain't no demon. It ain't no tie. It's just somebody that you can't let go
2: of. I remember, I remember one time this girl put on Twitter, and then this is like what I'd be like. I need to get the fuck off Twitter. She was mm-hmm. like. Uh, broke niggas got the best D and I'm like what the fuck man? why would you even say that why would you tell people you fucked enough broke niggas to let you know to be able to do a study <laughs> Dude, she's done field research on broke niggas to know that broke niggas have the best sex
1: that's you insane been, you have done enough to be able to deduce reasoning <laughs> and provide statistics <laughs>
2: Why are you letting us know that? That ain't none of our business, honey. People are wild, bro. Like, just the things people will admit to is what makes things scary, like with social media. Like, for instance, posting a video or just telling people about all the, the worst people in the world you've had sex with and act like that's a condemnation on them people. Like so, you willing we're fucking a homeless person? That's insane. (laughs) Yeah. The amount of women who have just gone on the line and told people they were having sex with a clearly homeless person.
1: I I would never.
2: I am not discriminating against our homeless brothers and sisters. But if you see somebody. And your first thing is I'm going to take them home, feed them And then I'm going to fuck them I don't Think that's a wise thing to do (laughs) And I don't feel like I'm crazy to say that But I think some of y'all need to hear Taking a homeless person home In hopes that you fuck them Is predatory
1: Some of y'all need to um, Be ashamed
2: Yes, bring shame back In 2024
1: Nobody's ashamed anymore Everybody just want to tell everybody everything Shut the fuck up <laughs>
2: <laughs> There are some things You need to take to the grave with you Not all of them are in the fair through so many people, shit Like why are you telling us this The,
1: the way that we didn't have to know this Like hey, bro What the fuck were you thinking A good
2: one, we did. That's um, pretty cool.
1: I'm
2: gonna try to use some of the video
1: if okay. that's fine
2: with you. I'm gonna get your approval before anything, as long as I,
1: yeah. As long as I don't look crazy because I know I don't have
2: my lighting. <laughs> I'm surprised by my lighting.
0: That snow got you know, snow got a nigga
1: glowing that snow glow. <laughs> Just let your snow
2: glow. Oh, this episode is definitely titled "Snow Globe." Uh, Just go, snow globe.
0: Just let your snow glow. (laughs) Just
3: let it shine through. Just let your. Oh man!
2: Why did that go so hard? Like why did Eddie Murphy really just be like Y'all I'm gonna give these people a made up song That's a jam It it, work, it
1: works in so many Different scenarios
2: One thing I don't like about these new kids Is they've been using a whole lot of activator Or that's why I call it Where they got their hair looking all Jerry curlish We cannot go back guys
1: Oh, we. No, 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 oh.
2: you no. Know, a lot of things are recirculating, but let's not. We, as in juice, ain't going back. Juice ain't, look. Look, I got these waves. That's about as, as good as I'm going to get. I ain't never been, so. I... Uh uh-uh. uh. I ain't never been to Jerry Curl World. Apparently, they are bringing it back. I see, look, I have seen a couple look like they got a curl, and I'm like, man, I'm let these what young boys that? have that.
1: It's literally like a new name for it and everything. The Gina Curl is what they call it.
2: There ain't nothing but no ultra perm.
1: (laughs) Literally everybody in the comments of these videos that I've seen of people doing this Gina Gina Curl, everybody's like, so a Jerry Curl.
2: So we bring curls back. Hey man, we can't bring Jerry Curls back. That's an abomination. That's a real abomination. Mm-hmm. The funniest thing about Jerry curls are like we both were born at a time when Jerry curls were on the way out. But because I am from a poor black town in Mississippi, I saw Jerry Curls up until I was like seven, eight, nine. <laughs> oh
1: yeah. Absolutely. Hey, it's, it's still-, still it's still it was still some old heads that was holding on to them Jerry curls.
2: You ever see an old head with a full head of hair and a curl, and you just wonder how the fuck did that chemical not eat the fuck out of your hair?
1: <laughs> like the for the amount of years you've been putting this shit in your head, it's still fighting back. Your hair still ain't
2: ate up. You got like the Henrietta Lacks of hair cells. <laughs> <laughs> Them bitches can't be defeated.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I remember, uh I told somebody, this was like last year, I was like, yeah, I thought about growing my hair out. Oh, like, you should do it. I was thinking, nah. They're talking about to get locks. Like, nah. I don't know if my follicles got enough strength to get locks. I got good hair, but I ain't got that good hair.
0: I
1: think you
2: could do locks. At one time in my life, I could have done locks. Now, 35. I'm at the phase now where you can't do any major changes or you might lose what a bit of hair you got. <laughs> you can't make no false, like, you gotta really decide what you're gonna do because the strength in the crown is not as hard as it used to be. Mm-hmm. If I go too low, I might never come back there's a dude on TikTok who is a 360 waiver who every year cuts his hair and lets his waves come back. That nigga cut his hair in his last year? That shit one ain't came day. back. I
1: was going to say. One day?
2: Bro. And them kids be in his mentions. He's clearly like 30-something. And it's all these teenagers in his mentions just being like, "Uncle ain't coming back. And I'm like, oh, baby. What? That is the word I need to see okay they coming back if one of these little badass kids told me Uncle okay, they coming back I'm cutting all this shit off I'm going ball bro oh what you got you can't make look when you got indecisive follicles you can't make certain decisions <laughs> you, you gotta have one hairstyle and you stick to it until you can't cause I'd be damned if I start growing locks and that fucking my ball patches start coming out and shit Who we? Yeah, that would be the worst. Hey, but hey, that's why I need to meet whatever uh wife I end up with soon so she can see these pretty pretty ass hair while it's still here. (laughs) While it's still here, right? Be like, look, hey, if you want your sons to have hair like this, this is look at this.
1: thanks for tuning in you can find all of our links and merchandise at www.thesuburbanpodcast.com you can also get your listens in on any of these streaming services such as google play soundcloud apple Podcasts, spotify and stitcher subscribe